Why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Got a smile when I say that shit. Ah! Oh, cool. Well, we're live with Kathleen Jang. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we originally met at Maryville University when I was going to school there in St. Louis. And you're from Southern California. Mm -hmm. If you, you said like three hours with traffic from LA. With traffic, yeah. But it'd be an hour and a half without traffic. So not that far, but this is far enough that it'd be three hours of traffic. It's crazy that traffic literally doubles it. Oh yeah, it's like back bumper to, the people in St. Louis think traffic's bad. I'm like, uh, have you sat in traffic for like in LA for like three hours? Cause I've done that. <laughs> so <laughs> you smack them like like if I'm sitting here right now just complaining about traffic you're just like <laughs> no I'm, I'm just I just kind of give him like the the look I'm just like okay <laughs> sure the eye roll yeah the, part of like the eye twitch like the, okay respect <laughs> yeah respect. <laughs> yeah so what would you say you were you were kind of talking about LA and saying how like materialistic how like judgmental it was before the podcast what would you say I guess, uh, yeah, what are some just major differences that stuck out to you between, like, L.A. compared to St. Louis? Oh, man. Well, uh, like I said, more materialistic, but it's also a lot more judgmental. Um, out in L.A. Out in L.A., yeah. No, like, people here, you go to class, sweatpants and sweatshirts, cool. No one gives a crap. Shit? Can I say shit? Oh, yeah, you can go. Okay, no one, no one gives a shit. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, in LA, if you if you go to school in your sweatpants and your um, vineyard vines uh, long sleeve, then you're going to be looked at. You're gonna be. They're gonna be like, well, this person's from the south because the vineyard vines is like the brand right. for the south, and it's just like they're like, oh, it's shoot me, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, and I'm just <laughs> like, okay, don't look at me like that. But I mean, other than that, I mean. When I came to St. Louis, the first thing I noticed, well, I only had nice clothes from California, because I was from California. So right. I, I only had nice clothes, so I wore them to school, and people would be like, why are you overdressing? And I'm like, I'm, all, I'm, not, over, I'm not overdressing. Like, this is, this is just how I, dress. how I dress. Yeah. So over the years, I've just downgraded my <laughs> closet to just leggings and big sweatshirts, and it's fine. I'm fine. I don't have to dress <laughs> nice ever, except for my meetings. And, Good for you. Yeah. So you probably love that. You oh, I love it. Love I, love the, I love the downgrading. It's, it's really awesome. It's a lot cheaper to maintain. A lot more genuine, too. Yeah, Like, like the, the reaction of what right. happens out of that. Right. That's like, cool. it's unheard of if you go out in, like, California, in Southern California, without, like, a, at least, like, foundation and a little bit of eyeshadow and a little bit of contouring, like... That's like a normal, like everyday look for them. But uh -huh. Here it's kind of like, oh, you don't have the eyebrows right now. That's cool. Like, you, <laughs> you know, don't have any eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I know? love that example. <laughs> yeah, like no one, no one cares. That's like cool. That. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I guess that's just something I took for granted. I mean, obviously, there's still a little bit of judgment. So, like, that's the only like reference I really have. Mm -hmm. But I, I like that. Right. And I, I think like there's that. a lot of like, especially with gender here. I mean, like, females to female, like, no one cares female to female in LA it's kind of like like uh, you gotta keep an eye out for everybody do you, do you like as a female do you feel more pressure to like dress well or dress up for guys or for girls more for girls really definitely for girls wow yeah it's I mean I'm not well I don't think I'm bisexual I think I'm more of like a any if anybody is interacted to me then like whatever like I don't really care if i'm attracted to them then that's cool i don't really care but like for for girls they're just a lot more judgmental 
and like even the guys in LA are judgmental, but they're not as bad as the girls. The girls oh, yeah. will like literally roast you. Like um, I was in a friend group once that was just like that. They just roasted people all the time. And we'd have group messages, and I used to be a really mean girl. Don't tell anybody. Were you in the movie? <laughs> Were you in the movie? Uh, Are you Lindsay Lohan? No. That, that's somebody, name, right? somebody, actually, somebody did tell me that I was Katie, Katie Heron, the, the girl from Africa. The, the, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's Lindsay Lohan's character, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you're with the red hair. Yeah, with the yep, main yeah, character. Yeah, main character. Yep, yeah. Yep. Well, they were like, yeah, I used to be a really mean girl. I actually caught up with a girl at my at Disneyland like the other week. and. Okay, sorry. I, I oh, thought it was a recording. Oh, you're fine. Um, and she was like, yeah, you hook out with a lot of the mean girls. But you were more of like a Katie here, and I swear to God. And I'm like, okay, I had no idea <laughs> they're being mean. But um, yeah, I, now that I, and she, she brings it back up every Guilty now and again. Guilty by association. Yeah, and you've always been a sweet person. Ever yeah, since there, I, so. I don't think I've ever been mean. I was just, I was just like hung out with them because they were nice to me. But I never saw like, what they were doing was bad, and I don't know why. Like I, I mean, I had like a definition of like morality as I was growing up, but like it just never occurred to me that they were being mean. Like my friend Stephanie, the one who told me all this, she's like, yeah, she called Samantha said that I was like a big girl who just needed to lose some weight and that she didn't want me to be on her team. And I was like, oh. I don't remember that, but that's just how people are. Like that was in elementary school, like, right? And like growing up, she's even more of a bitch. No offense, but um, like I'm just saying, like it's just when you're growing up in Southern California, and that's the kind of like environment you're surrounded with. It's just natural to always be roasting girls. Always. It's probably the most insecure culture there can oh, be. Oh, like, definitely. You're constantly judging everybody, definitely. and like, th th there's just no way that doesn't create insecurity within yourself because mm -hmm. if. Because then, if you're gonna start projecting your judgments on your external world, right. then you're gonna it's you're gonna form that habitual uh, you're gonna form a habit out of that, and then you're gonna turn inward and start judging yourself right. and start questioning yourself. Right. And I would love to get roasted by your friends. Oh, no. I just sit here. I'd be like, just please. <laughs> I'd sit here with my little cup of coffee. Right, right, right. Who's <laughs> a strength test for you? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I don't even. No, they were mean. I like I had just it just went over my head because it was just so ingrained in our culture, you know. And like, I didn't even think about this until now. But like, I I guess I was kind of judgmental throughout college in the sense that I would be looking at somebody and be like, oh my god, like she doesn't she doesn't have any eyebrows. Like I used to be that person who was like judgmental. I love this. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why the eyebrows keep coming up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just it's just in my head right now. Um, but then over time, people were like. Well, not people, but well, I like, guess I guess no eyebrows is better than one eyebrow, though. Yeah, you're right. Well, one but, eyebrow or like a, a monobrow. Oh yeah, or a unibrow is that what it's called? Um, a unibrow or a mon yeah, whatever the hell. Okay, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wait, sorry, I cut. Sorry, you. no. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. Wait, was I? What was I talking about? Your friends, judgmental. You didn't realize you were judgmental. Oh yeah, and then I had this epiphany in the middle of like a lunch by myself, and I was like, Oh, that girl's not wearing nice shoes. Oh wait, why am I thinking about that? Like, so you started to question your, yeah. own, your own thoughts mm -hmm. that it would arise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um, that's kind of mean. So you're going to rethink that. And so like I was creating like different loops in my head instead of the loop taking me to, oh my God, why does she look like that? It's turned into, oh my gosh, her hair is so great. And like a kind of more positive outlook. And it took a long time for me to get to that. You Good know? for you. Yeah. Good for you, Kathleen. Growing, awesome. growing out of that very negative areas it's it's hard well you replaced like a judgment on with a compliment mm -hmm. that you literally like rewired your oh, brain yeah. with 
like introspective thinking yeah. and questioning your own beliefs, yeah. your own thoughts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's hard for me to come up with something mean about somebody. I'm more of like, a, oh, wow, their shoes are, aw- I don't know why I keep going to shoes too. Their shoes are awesome. And like, that's, that's all I see. And oh. like, I mean, unless you talk to me and they're an amazing person, I'm like, oh, that person's amazing. But you know, I don't let that. Cause when you block people out, when you're, when you're being really mean in your head, you're, you're just ruining the chance of you having a conversation with that person. And they can be very interesting. Right. And True. you're just missing out on their entire perspective and their entire life on things. And it's just, that's just, that's, you're losing, you're losing life. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You're losing. Yeah. It, it, you literally like rewired your habitual thinking. I love that yeah. so much. People That's need so to cool. start doing it. No, it changed. It, it is still changing my life. Like I'm writing everything out. Like my negative thoughts, I turn into good. Like, okay, well maybe I should stop thinking about this. Maybe I should focus on something else more important and relevant to my personal growth than just wallowing in this hole of self-pity. I, I need to be doing something else. You, you kind of shifted how you spend your time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I write uh, a lot now. I'm I'm a writer. Really? Yeah. Do you just write like do you write consistently like every day or? Yeah, I made it my uh, well. Do you have like a quota you have to meet? No, I. It's more of actually. Well, it's like two pages of, of cursive writing, um, and it's it's just cursive. Yeah, Ooh. I love cursive. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it's, I just write whatever whatever the hell I'm thinking. Get it out on paper. All the negativity. All the bad stuff that I'm thinking about, all the stuff I'm stressed out about, it's all on paper. Right. And then I read it again. And, and it's again. so good to like project your yeah. thoughts onto that. Right. It's, oh, and then you awesome. and then you read it and you're like, okay, um, I should not be worrying about that. Moving on. And so I write another page of like things I need to be working on, things I need to think about today. You know, just like just constantly changing yourself to be better is like what I'm trying to. I mean, I signed up for bar classes today. Bar know, classes? Yeah. Do you know what bar is? No. It's like, you know, like those ballet dancers with like uh-huh. the bar? Like they, they like, Oh, no way. Yeah. So you're trying to stand on your toes. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but um, it's like workouts with those. So, okay. it's, so it's like you, you raise your arm up to some level. It's like yoga plus a little more action. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm con- I'm trying to change my like outlook on working out to be a more fun experience versus like at the gym. Something you dread yeah, showing up right. to. Okay, okay. Yeah. So like again, constantly changing myself to be better, like trying to fix my exercise habits, trying to fix my diet habits. What's your um, motive in all this? Um Honestly, I don't, there's no motive. It's just, there's no motive. I just want, I just really want to better myself. Like that's literally what, it. Do you think the motive like derives, it, that's just your motive? Like that, that in yeah, itself? Yeah, that like, in you itself. you just want to improve yourself? Yeah. I think that all starts with self-love. I agree. Just, just yeah. loving yourself whenever you really can like, just build like, like it, it sounds weird because it's, it's yourself. It's right. like one person, but right. like build a love for yourself right. and like almost like a relationship with yourself. Right. And then direct that love into like just growing yourself and right. being the best version of you you can possibly right. be. And I was actually writing about this. It's about self-love in my journal this morning. And I was reflecting on how like as children were never ever taught, at least I was never taught to be like, okay, now you get to take time for yourself because you should, you should love yourself and 
respect yourself. No, it was always um, do that for your friend, do that for your teacher, do that for somebody else. And I'd never had time to myself. And so I never thought about it until like college when I was like, when I was like severely depressed, I was like going to therapy and all that. And they're like, you need to start working on yourself. I'm like, I don't know how, like, I, I mean, I can't even eat. Like I, I don't have the drive to do anything. And they're just like, you just need, you just need to love yourself. So I just, I just found something I love to do. And I just put my soul and my heart in it writing. And so like, I just loved myself through it. You know, it's like a process. It's never, it's never ending. It's a process of loving yourself. But people who fail to love themselves, they're missing out on a lot. Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure you've been there before, or obviously you have, like, yeah. where you haven't loved yourself as much. No. But it sounds like you didn't have a balance between being selfless and selfish. Mm-hmm. Like, you, it sounds like you really established more of a, you were too selfless, which is, I, I admire that in itself, like, because that kind of shows who you are as a person. Right. Versus so many people are the exact opposite. They're so, like, indulged in narcissism. Uh-huh. Just, they're self-obsessed, right, honestly. Right, right. Only think of their own self-interest. Right. But you were the actual, like, on the opposite oh, end. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know how, like, narcissists are good for them because I don't know how I could look at myself in a selfie all day, you know, with this. I don't know. They just look so perfect. Right. Like, they're always focusing on themselves, which isn't a bad thing. Not by all means, no. But, like, just... You, like you said, balancing out the selfish, selfish, and the selfless. That's something you got to really focus on to find a balance, yeah. find that equilibrium point. Yeah. It's, I've, I, if anything, I've probably struggled with the selfish side. Mm. I've never been like super selfish, but yeah, I've, mm-hmm. I've you just be considerate of others. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Here, so I, I got a question for you, Kathleen. Okay, actually. Wait, I, I would like to, because you brought up Oxford before the podcast. Oh, yeah, I did. So can you tell me about your experience in Oxford? Oh, yeah. So you studied at the College of Oxford in England? That's like the most Oxford notorious, University. like yeah. the nicest college in... You're a genius. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, thank you, man. Good for you. No, thank you. Um, it was, I mean, it wasn't like you had to take a test to get in. It wasn't like I was there for a semester. I was there for a month, but I took um, classes on race. You were there for a month? I'm surprised you don't have a British accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They did make fun of me for my American accent. They're like, you look like you're from China. And I'm like... <laughs> Please don't say that ever again. <laughs> um, well, it guess makes sense. They probably don't have. They don't. As, uh, as, as many Not like, as many. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're more familiar with like with Asians. At least they're more familiar with Indians because of like the whole British and the India. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, but no, it was it was a good experience. I took a class called race, gender, and policies in the UK versus the US. So we got to we got to um, compare and contrast policies in the US and the UK regarding minorities. So minorities in America means like Muslims, Blacks, Asians, Hispanics, etc. In um, England, it means um, Muslims and not much, not many Black people, more of like, well, I guess Black people. They're from like the um, Caribbean area because of, yeah. And the uh so, so not like african no not okay. yeah not yeah not not, not yeah, much yeah. african there there was an african diaspora back in the day but anyways um and the indians so like indian people and some asians were minorities but um yeah we studied brexit we studied how it impacted race racism and there were a lot more attacks on race 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 related attacks in england because of brexit because really? of, yeah, because of the same thing happening in our country, um, the white supremacists like Trump, 
Um, they they were like, oh yeah, we want our country back. Like it needs all these people need to go out of our country. That's what Brexit was. It was it was take the immigrants out, take the refugees out. It was out. like preventing the these lower yeah lower class people from working yes. their way up. Yeah. And so it was very close. The election was close. I forgot who won, but obviously it was the white supremacist. And he and it was very. It was like fifty-one, forty-nine, something like similar wow. to ours, similar to ours. Yeah. I knew it was really close. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that. Yeah. Close. It was. It was. It was really close. And not three months after Brexit, um, their like race-related attacks like just exploded. You went over there at a hot time. Oh, I did. I did. Good but, for you. Good thing wow. I was in Oxford. But if I were like in a smaller town smaller areas or like in, in an alley somewhere I, like there was a risk of like me being like beat up and going beat, just because of your ethnicity just because of my ethnicity and because they're like they think that i'm here to take their job even though i'm a student and they don't know that but uh -huh. like just by the way your american like, accent help like like yo 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 chill yeah chill well i think i'm that, from america i think that would help but they'd probably be like oh you're from america like no one really likes america out there Ooh. Yeah, because there's this whole section in this bookstore I went to every day. It was called Black Holes. Still my favorite bookstore. It's like four stories, and it's got like the philosophy section is like as big as this basement. Oh wow! Yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and it was like, anyways, there's this whole section in politics, and it was like everything was like anti-America, like anti-like Trump, anti-like everything that America was standing for, and it was like, yeah. So this is our stance, <laughs> and I was like. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Great. Yeah. yeah, I was, yeah that's, Welcome to our country. That's, Fuck you. Right. Exactly. And that's why. That's why the first thing they asked was, "Who did you vote for?" Because they took politics so seriously in Oxford, yeah. and it affects your life. I mean, people don't realize how privileged they are here, but like most people don't really like people like you and I. Like we, we're like more privileged in the sense that we don't have to deal with like food stamps and like living just living because we have like a home we have like all these things so we don't really think about it but these policies do affect people and it affects a lot of people especially in st louis and so you have people in england who are going through the same thing like the lower class communities who aren't able to like go up a higher class because of voter restrictions same thing as us and like just a bunch of bs basically just because the richer people don't want people being rich like them. Wow. That's literally the, the issue here. Like, it, that's it. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That discrimination. And yeah. It's completely dependent on race. Yeah, and it's fear. It's fear. They, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all fear. But, like, it, it's <laughs> affect, it affecting them. Like, if they're, on, if they're on top, I don't understand that, like, prevention focus. Like, it, it like it's going to affect you and your kids. Like, your kids are probably right. going to be fine. You're probably going to be fine. Right. Generations to come, if you have that much money, like... That That's where the media comes in. The media goes, oh my God, these people are dangerous. Get them out. And so you're like, oh my God, the media said that they're dangerous, so we need to vote them out. And, right. You know, it's just, it's just the media. It's Some media is good, some media is bad. Right now, it's not looking great. <laughs> but, I mean, what can you do? What can you do? Really? Uh, no, you can't. <laughs> I guess the best thing to do is inform the public. Right, and to do your own research outside of True. like... You know, watching the same news every single day, you could, you know, like try to diversify. Like, thank you, thank you. Like, what you're basing it. Like, if you did like a paper, for example, you wouldn't use the same source for the entire essay. You would have to use like 12, 13 different sources, or you're a teacher turns Good it in. Good point. Good you know? point. Yeah. Like, you would never, you would never argue something with just one source. Like, that's just like, it, that's like amateur. That's like freshman in college status. And ideally you know? speaking, like, you're gonna want to. See, see sources from like different points of view. Yeah. Like totally different perspectives. Yeah. Like the Republican view, like you were saying earlier, you listened to that 
with left, right, and center mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Like, you, you need to consider things from all points. Yeah, definitely. No, like, you're shutting yourself out from learning anything if you're just so focused on your point of view that you think that you're correct. And, and then you become a bigot, and then you turn into that person you hated, you know? Oh. Yes. I'm trying to avoid that, but like I know a lot of You're my learning fr- from others' mistakes. Yeah, my friends have fallen into that trap where they're literally the definition of liberal snowflake. Like I hate that term, but it really applies to them because they just <laughs> get offended about everything. I'm like, I'm not even like what you should be offended about. It's more of like, oh my god, like he. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, why does it matter? Like, just focus on your, like yourself, and like how is how these policies are affecting people you may know, or like not just yourself. Like it's it's like. You know, it's just, it's just annoying. People don't like think, just don't think. They just say what they've heard from one source and they're like, that source is right because I agree mostly with it. No, like you, you, you can't do that. You have to look at the facts, look at the statistics. You look at other sources. Maybe it benefits you the most, but is it actually the best for the country? Right. Yeah. That's, that's weird. And I guess. Just that independent thinking versus thinking for like the, Ugh, the group the herd as a whole. Thinking. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that drives me nuts. Oh, you're referring to like group think? Yeah. Ooh. That's like everybody, no offense to Maryville, but that's like a lot of people at Maryville. That's really? just, yeah. Every, like if you, if somebody, it, it's, it's really with like clicks within clicks, but like if a click doesn't think the same as another person in the group, they like alienate them. Cause I used to be in a, in a group like this. They alienate them and then they don't hang out with them ever again. What the hell? Yeah. It's just like, oh. You mentioned that gays are allowed to marry. Hmm. We won't see you again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, okay. Terminated. <laughs> yeah, like, why does it matter what I think? Like, and I'm sorry, but if you don't think gays should marry, then, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's an antiquated way to think. Yeah, like, you're living in the 50s. Like, go back. To yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. People, I mean, people think what they I think. I know, I know. And I'm just like, they're literally just people. Yep. Yep. Like, we're no different. Like, have you seen that one commercial? Um, it was on Facebook, and it was like a, it was like a, they were in New York, New York City, and they were, they had the stage, and it was like, you can only see their skeleton. But they were like people making out behind like this thing, and you could only see their skeleton. They came out, and they were like gay couples and stuff like that. And it was like, oh my god, like, we're all the same underneath. Like, what a, yeah, what a cool message. Yeah, it was, it was super dope. I, I watched it like a couple times. I cried a couple times. It was great. It was just like, see, nothing matters. Like, they out, nothing, like we were talking about, nothing matters. Like, why are you judging people? Right. You don't need to. <laughs> like, they're happy so whatever you know they're not hurting you i don't know you can't control it who the fuck cares yeah, it's gonna seriously. happen whether you like it or not yeah i know and and it's usually well no offense to religion but it's usually their religion yeah. that prompts them to like oh my god like i can't believe that guy is marrying that guy like only adam and eve not adam and steve you know and i'm just <laughs> i was thinking that's a thing <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay but why does it matter <laughs> and and they were like they look at me and they're like, oh my God, you did not just say that. And I'm like, no, let's, no, let's no, question I'm these cultural you, yeah, norms. Let's yeah. question these. Right. And, and are you not strong enough in your faith that you can't defend your answer? Is that why you're True. like attacking me? Just a thought. And then they, and then when I say that, they're like, okay, I'm not talking to this person anymore. I'm like, okay, well you lost. I won. Yep, yep. <laughs> let's, so. let's look at this as objectively mm-hmm. as we can. It's with an open mind and mm-hmm. figure it out. We might end up disagreeing. I mean, but like... But, but but I would like to hear why you think that way. Totally. Like, like there's, there's, it's interesting why people think like that. You know, like it's, I mean, most of it's religion driven, but like the root of it, like the root, there has to be a root of, to that. Like, hate. 
I, I don't know if they know they're hating, though. Prejudice, hate. Prejudice? Like, they, maybe they were raised with, like, societal norms to be prejudiced. I don't know. Or like, I just don't get it. I yeah. just don't get it. Like, how can a man love another man? Yeah. How can a woman love another woman? And then they start insulting you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just so unnatural. Yeah. Like, actually, it's kind of natural if you look at nature. I mean, yeah, I mean. Animals yeah. are, like, genetically attracted to other animals for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. Right. But it happens. It happens. Right. It's a fact of life. It's a fact of nature. Right. So. It is what it is. And the argument that, like, God made man in his image or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, if, if God made man in his image, then it should be normal for this to be a thing. Because then you're just refuting your whole argument with the, like... Wait, explain that one more time. So, like, okay, so God made man uh-huh. in his image. Like, that's like, a, that's, like, a thing they say. Okay. And so, like... If a man is gay and he, like, isn't chosen, like, he doesn't, like, just, like, um, I'm going to be gay today. Like, if he's, like, just gay, then, I mean, what if God's gay? You know? Maybe. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, they, they're, like, I know God. I'm, like, no, you don't know God. Like, you don't know, nobody knows God. And who the fuck cares? Like, if God made somebody like this, then you should love them. Like, Jesus did. Yeah, true. Like, did, true. Fucking, did fucking Jesus go around? Right? Oh, so you're using their same logic against them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. sorry. I meant, I should have said No, you're totally cool. Yeah. You're totally cool. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, like, especially when they're like, oh, yeah, kick the refugees out. I'm like, okay, well, A, my mom and dad were refugees from the Vietnam War, so don't say that in front of me. B, um, Jesus took them in. He didn't care what religion they were. He didn't care if they were, like, lepers or anything. He, he just took care of them, like, because they're human. Because, like, yeah. you should be a nice human to other humans. And they're like no and i'm like okay then you're not christian and they're like but i am christian but these people gotta go and i'm like oh my god like that's against like you're missing the point here jeff like i'm i can't like i i don't know those people frustrate me i don't really know what else to say about that well here's a question for you okay okay if you oh this is actually completely relevant to what we were just talking oh good good or it can be it can be uh, if you could imagine the hypothetical reality 100 years in the future, somewhat plausible, as plausible as like you can imagine, uh, what would you imagine? Oh, man. This is hard because of all the AI coming out right now. Oh, true. Oh, my God. Like the, the, the emergence of like tech, technology is just yeah. going to be exponential. It's yeah. so hard to even wrap your mind around it. Like, to really fully comprehend and like imagine yeah. what is going to be the world. Oh, yeah. Let's let's imagine a hundred years from now, without like any technological. Let's okay. just say we plateau technologically. Okay. But like culturally, like any norms that like maybe like universally mm. accepted. I don't think. Okay, well, Jarrett and I, my boyfriend Jarrett and I, have this theory that it, one day humans are going to learn that mindfulness is the answer to everything. I I believe that as well. Like it, yeah, I think there's actually a reference towards that called like the golden age or something like yeah. that. I don't know if that's necessarily what it is. I'm probably wrong to be honest. I, that sounds familiar. But we were talking about it. We were I got super stoned one day. And he was talking to me uh, about like, you know, like a dystopian future. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be dystopian. I think it's going to be like like people are going to get in touch with themselves and realize the only thing that's important is like well, I mean, nothing is important, but you should be a, a kind person. Like the purpose, they're going to start to realize life isn't about being materialistic or judging people. They're going to realize that like, you really don't need anything. 
And like mindfulness like makes you think what like- What do you mean by you don't need anything? You really only need food. And like basically how the Buddhist monks are living, you know? Like just basic, basic human necessities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it'll, it'll, I guess it'll, we'll regress a little bit. Maybe technology won't even be such a much of a thing anymore because people will start to realize. There's a possibility of that. Yeah. I mean, like you said earlier before this podcast, um, capitalism, like it, people, they, they bank on people wanting things. Right. Right. But if people start being mindful of their mind, of, of their being, of their ego, then they're like, oh, well, I don't need this iPhone. True, like, true. I, you know, I'm going to get rid of it. And capitalism might come to an end. We don't know. It's highly unlikely. But if everybody thought on the same plane of mindfulness, like everybody went into like meditation groups, like every single day, uh-huh. then it, it would be like peace. It'd be a different world. It'd be world peace. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, yeah. But the likelihood, like I said, because of different religions and stuff like that, they're against like, I don't know. They're like Buddhism is, I guess, a religion, but more of a philosophy. But people see it as a religion. They're right. like, I'm Christian, so I'm not going to be a Buddhist. I'm like, well, you can. You can be a Buddhist Christian. Like, it's your stuff like that. Totally, totally. But like, they people don't understand that, and that's where the education system comes in, and it's shit right now. So. Oh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I could not agree yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. And that's coming from somebody who is two years out in school too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm turning 20 in two days. Turning 20 in two days and graduating from college in just a few in just in a five, one semester. Yeah, in five months, four months. Good for you, yeah. Kathleen. That's awesome. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. At Moving the same to time. Seattle. Yes, yes. I. <laughs> Whenever you said that, actually, I, I am so pumped that I got you on this podcast. Like. And I, I plan to in the future, like yeah. whenever, because it, it's not like we're like going to lose touch or anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, no. That, that's what I love about technology. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, because this is, this is like a once, not, not once in a lifetime, but like a once in, I'm not going to have this opportunity to like sit down and talk with you and have this conversation. Not in a this, while. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unless exactly. you fly into Seattle and hang out with us for Which a little I bit. plan to. Good. I really do. That is a city okay. I plan Okay, great. To I'm excited to see you there. <laughs> I want to see the Northeast before I see the Northwest, but the Northeast is beautiful. I'm trying to go everywhere. Yeah, 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 but, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, really. Yeah, no, it's beautiful there. I We're like huge nature, by we I mean Jared and I, we're huge nature addicts. Like we like spend all our time outdoors uh-huh. climbing and, you know, hiking and all that stuff. So... Yeah, we'll be out there a lot. Doesn't it rain a lot in Seattle? Yeah. But I hear that a lot. Yeah, I hear that a lot. They're like, every time I mention Seattle, actually, it's somebody's like, oh, doesn't it rain in there? <laughs> doesn't it rain there? And I'm like, yeah, for like the 752nd time, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind the rain. It's peaceful. And it helps me sleep at night, so. True, true. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to get immune to it as oh, well. Oh, yeah, definitely. As far as like the sound, if like if mm-hmm. that were to annoy you at all, but I think I find it, uh, I find serenity. How does anybody find rain. rain annoying though? Like True. Like this just the sound of it, it's just like. What I find annoying about rain is the inconvenience of getting wet whenever I'm trying to stay dry. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sucks. Well, that's the only like, thing about rain into though. Class, okay, like, yeah. And just getting drenched on your way, it's like. I don't even want to sit in here. I'm all I'm Maybe all you need a raincoat. <laughs> I don't know. Have you thought about investing in a raincoat? Wow. That is a breakthrough thought. <laughs> I actually haven't. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you need to Or get... an umbrella. I think there actually, you go. I, I have one. I do have one. I just always forget to bring it whenever it rains because it doesn't bring, It doesn't rain too frequently. You should leave it in your car. True. True. I do that. Or my backpack. Or your preferably. backpack. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Rain isn't an inconvenience anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You solved the problem. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, seriously. My emotions. Nah. Oh. (laughs) Honestly, though, like with 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 that question, um, 
how do I see the world in a hundred years? Like, I think podcasting is going to play a big role oh. in that. And obviously, that's, that's super biased coming from somebody like me, but I, I just think... No, I can see that. It's becoming a lot more popular, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to inspire a global shift in consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's also really exciting, because the biggest podcast, I'm not positive about this, I know he's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, is Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. And he... Do you like him? Yeah, I love him. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's cool. So cool. <laughs> he's, he's literally changed my life. Oh, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy to me. Uh-huh. I'm like a total stranger living over in L.A., I just listened to his voice a few times, like, just listening to his voice a few times, right. it literally changed, like, the way I see the world. Yeah. Like, like my actions I take on mm-hmm. this world, like, my philosophy on this life, like, right. so much. Right. It's crazy. No, you, yeah. You could say, he, uh, I don't think he's the main reason, I think there are a lot of factors, but he's, he definitely played in why I started jujitsu. Mm-hmm. uh, why I started, excuse me, uh, this, this podcast, and... I don't know, but I, I think it's really cool to think that like he's not even the biggest one doing this yet because I don't think this this I don't think this market is nearly as expanded as it's going to be. Like I think it's only going to keep growing. I don't think it's going to plateau. Like even oh, in twenty no. years, I think it's going to keep growing. Oh no, yeah. Like for I want to say like junior year of high school, I was listening to one podcast. It oh. was Welcome to Night Vale. Have you heard of it? I have not. It's it's just like a long drawn out plot, this long drawn out story about this weird, freaky town in the middle of I don't know where. But um Ooh. Yeah, it's supposed to it's supposed to be really fucking weird. Okay. Like it's supposed to be like a kind of a metaphor to America and all just like this crazy shit happening in this town. Right. And I'd listen to it every week and I'd be like, Oh, I wish more of this like I didn't have time to read at the time, so I was kind of like, Oh, drive in the car and I'd listen to it, you know? Totally, totally. And and it's such a good use of your time. The car, just to go off on a limb here, like the you're driving for twenty minutes, so why not just listen to somebody talk anyways i was like when i was in high school i was like i wish more of these came out and like i got spotify in college Uh for like five dollars because you get like your student discount whatever and i was like oh my god like there's so many podcasts (laughs) and i have to say every month i like discover a new one and i listen to it for a while and my boyfriend and i are huge fans uh huge fans of um the one with Dan Harris, it was, it's called like 100% Happier or 10% Happy. I don't know what, it, what it's called. Is that is that in reference to meditation? Yeah, it, it's in reference to meditation, but it's Dan Harris. He's an anchor on Good Morning America. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so he has his own podcast and it's just, it's really good. It, it makes you think and he has a bunch of guest speakers. I'm just like, man, like I was thinking the same thing. Podcasting is going to... I think it's going to blow up. Keep growing. Yeah. If not blow up, then keep growing. Because, I mean, like I, we were talking about earlier, perspectives, so important. And, like, the more you the more you hear it, the more you keep wanting to listen to totally. it. Totally. You know? Once you figure out the beauty of it, like, it's, it is. It's addicting. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really addicting. I think a, a lot of these younger kids, I, I, I was kind of thinking of this theory uh, <laughs> earlier, and I think a lot of these younger kids, right, so they're obsessed with these internet personalities, mm-hmm. like Jake, Paul, Logan, Paul. And I'm trying to bash on them. Like, they, these two are taking over the internet. I have nothing but respect for those mm-hmm. two. But, they're, like, they, they're kind of like, they're, they're kind of like Justin Bieber was a few years back. Like, really ignorant, doing some ignorant shit. I think they'll grow up. I really do. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows? They might be into podcasting, too. Yeah, and, yeah. Mean, it's a great way to I mean, I can see that. Follow yeah. I, I, I think they will in yeah. a few years. But, anyway... Um, I think I think a lot of kids are gonna kind of start like as they grow older, get more mature. They're gonna kind of start seeing through the bullshit of like people like that. They're mm-hmm. still gonna love YouTubers, obviously, oh, yeah. but I think they're gonna. I think podcasters, from my experience, in my opinion, I think they're a lot more authentic because mm-hmm. you you have to expose so much of yourself, mm-hmm. like. Can't really fake a conversation. No, you know what I mean. Like, like you can't just keep asking how the weather's like. Exactly. Like every like oh yeah, it stopped raining. 
Like, I inevitably <laughs> have to kind of reveal, like, what my personality is to, like, everybody right, watching right, right. now. Right, right, yeah. Whether I, mean, I want to or not. Like, it's just, I have to be the most real, authentic version of myself, whether I want to or not. I mean, not. you're not really thinking how you're talking, you know? Like, you're, I mean, you're thinking it, but it's not like, okay, now you're going to be very sassy. It's it's more of like, okay, you're just going to be whoever you're going to be. Totally, and totally. You're, and you're, like, and people are listening to you. So you can't really, like pause it and be like okay gotta sound really really smart and then go like yeah, you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know and it, it, like i don't know i just it, as long as i keep investing myself and improving myself like yeah, maybe i will sound smart but <laughs> who cares if I don't, right you know? right like who who cares like just be yourself and that's what i like about podcasting sure i think it's awesome that you're doing this actually totally, I, totally. I, when i when i heard that you were doing this i was like oh my god like <laughs> now i can have another podcast to listen to <laughs> hey <laughs> Yeah. I gotta get on the podcast app, but but anyway, you back to, to you. Back oh, to you. Sorry. <laughs> now you're cool. You're totally cool. But it's it's also probably cool because I met you when I was getting into YouTube videos. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh huh. Yeah. Was it like unusual? Unusual. It was rarely serious. Rarely serious. Yeah, really serious TV. Then, what happened yeah. to that? Uh, that so I originally I did that that whole semester. I made a video every single week. Oh, okay. So I I don't even remember how many I made like fifteen or something oh, okay. like that. And but I was spending like ten hours a week on these videos. Mm-hmm. Like that's whenever I wasn't doing homework at school or like like hanging out with you guys or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I I would pretty much just be working on those videos, right? Mm-hmm. And. That, that, uh, I realized, I'm like, this is not practical. Like, you actually fucked up my GPA a little bit. That's my, like, I didn't do the greatest. <laughs> Could have done better if I focused more on this. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, I just realized, I'm like, this isn't practical. Like, I just don't have the time to be doing this. But, like, this is just an hour, two-hour conversation. I'm already doing this regardless. Like, mm-hmm. might as well record it. And right. Right. Just enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And, like, conversations are fun. They're fun. Yeah. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, different people. Like, I, I get to learn about, like, you you moving to Seattle. Yeah. You over in Oxford. Yeah. And all your opinions on things. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I had my buddy on last night. Or, yeah, it was yesterday. And, like, it, it's cool how people can, like, heighten your state. It's like every person's, like, a drug to you. Right. Of. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I would consider myself an introvert. Like, I've taken the Myers-Briggs test, like, a zillion times. And I keep getting INTJ. 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 So, that's introvert intuition thinker, thinking and judgment judgment okay i think i'm entj actually oh really yeah i oh. did like a year ago but yeah okay well i think yeah so i'm an intj so i'm like introverted but like if i'm around people i'll like talk to them and like this is who i am like, anti-social extrovert maybe anti anti-social i'm more of like an extroverted introvert okay yeah. okay yeah like it, it takes energy out of me but it's like fine if I like the people, but if I don't like the people, then it's just like, like draining. Just close up. Yeah. And I'm, and I just go home. That's fair. But like with you and like my friends, it's just like, Oh, it's fine. That is actually surprising. Like for me to hear that, that you're an introvert. Cause you, you you like to talk and we've always had good conversations. Oh yeah. 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 No, I love talking. It just depends on the person. And like, if it's like five people talking or maybe like 10 people talking, then I would get drained. But if it was just close up, no, it's more of like a, there's too much energy going on right now. Unless everybody's an introvert in the room, then it's fine. But if there's a bunch of extroverts in the room and they're just like going off about some makeup brand they found, it's just not interesting anymore. And it's just, it's, I just close up and I just don't talk anymore. Well, that makes sense because yeah. you're not necessarily like interested in those topics. Yeah. And I, no offense to extroverts, but they just talk about a lot of things. <laughs> Sorry, no, like more things. Just my friends, maybe it's just my friends, but like they just talk about like way too many things, like not important things, just like kind of like the. There's a quote. It's something along the lines of like, 
uh, I don't remember what it was like below something like below average minds talk about people uh, average minds talk about events and above average minds talk about ideas yeah I've heard of that yeah so I guess they're they're just talking about things that aren't intellectually stimulating to you because yeah. you're, you're you're not a surface level person that's oh, one of no. my favorite things about you like Thank you're, you. <laughs> you're 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 higher you like you you, you should uh, yeah i try not to engage in those maybe my friends are below no offense to my friends <laughs> but like i don't know maybe it's not an extrovert thing maybe it's just um an intelligence thing but it I'm, might be yeah it, it really might be like on a on a non-conceited level, you're like you're just you're you're a deeper person. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, you're oh yeah. Not a surface level. Oh yeah. I mean, you're complaining about superficial people. What do superficial people talk about typically? I don't. People. No. Yeah. Probably things, gossip. Like, something I don't really goods, care or... about. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, I, I was curious what you think about this. Why are humans so obsessed with mass murderers? Okay, so actually, Jared and I are watching this show called Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah, it's on Netflix, a Netflix original. And it, it takes place in, like, 50s through 70s, I'm not really sure. But it's when, like, the psychology of murders um, started, like, becoming a thing. Like, back then, it was more of, like, uh, she died because her husband was mad, so he killed her. At first, it was, like, a romantic lust, like, thing. Okay. But, like... Between the 50s and the 70s, not or 80s, I don't even know. Like, just, like, 50 years ago, they were like, you know what? I don't think that this is the motive. Like, I think it's something else. And then they started interviewing these murderers. And um, they start to realize that, oh, they don't feel remorse when they kill. They don't think about it before before they kill. They just do it. And it's, like, part of the personality. And now, look, looking back on that show... It makes me realize that, like, yeah, people. Well, the thing is, that's not normal because mm. we're fascinated. With, we're fascinated with the unnatural, you know. True. And that's just something that doesn't happen. You know, you don't. You don't just stab somebody just because you felt like it. You know. Hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who, is, who is this Jordan that we're talking to? Um, yeah, no, like you. You don't act like that. Like that's just not you. You know. Right. And so people hear about things like the shootings and all that and serial killers is kind of fascinating because it's like what went in their minds before they committed the act Were that's they... the question that needs to be asked right but like that question itself is a fascination it's like that's that's not normal that's um weird what's going on it's like aliens you know how like people are like oh aliens are weird they're not normal we should learn more about this right the same way i think it's because we haven't fully understood murders and you will never be able to fully understand murders and their motives and stuff like that but like again like that's where the interest comes in because like you know we don't know anything about aliens and we're still going after information like that and it's just things we don't know. Like, you and I were talking about things we don't know, and we, we keep talking about it. And right. it's, just, it's just fascinating. You can't stop talking about it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's the unknown. Yeah, it's, it's, a hu it's a very human thing. Like, no other animals ever, you know, no dog. Your dog isn't going to be like, oh, she smells unusual, so I'm going to bark at her. But then I'm going to ignore her for the rest of the day because that doesn't really matter to me. For us, it's like, okay, they think differently. Not, they, they're just not, they're like off. Like they're, eh. so we're going to pay more attention to that. That is interesting that they don't show emotions as much. They just, they just, it just doesn't register to them. No. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Because that, that's pretty much what classifies, like, the difference between a psychopath and a normal individual is that they just don't show emotions, right? Yeah. Or a sociopath is, I don't, I took this class, I'm supposed to pay attention in it. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I did, but I just been, like, sophomore, it was called sex and sex murders or whatever, and it was, like, Sounds like rap. <laughs> just listen to Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sex murder money. No, yeah. um, no, it was it was a class with my favorite professor on campus. But um, there's a difference between sociopath and psychopath. Uh, sociopath is I'm, I might be wrong on this, so don't quote me on this. But I'm pretty sure a sociopath is somebody who isn't able to express like emotions, feel emotions. But they are they're incapable. Of they're inca- incapable, but they're able to adapt. So, like, if somebody else is like, oh, I'm so sad, they'll be like, oh, what's wrong? And they'll, like, actually, like, adapt to that emotion, but not actually feel it. They'll, like, they'll just show it. But I don't know if this is a good comparison, but, like, for example, I had a buddy in high school who claims, like, I, I believe him, he, he could not smell. He could not smell. He just didn't have that sense. So, <laughs> okay. so as you could imagine, he showed up a lot, like, like. To, uh, he eventually learned from this, but he would show up and just smell like ass. Yeah. He would just smell terrible. Right. So it's kind of this, and you, you could imagine, like, if you, didn't, if you couldn't smell, you probably wouldn't think about hygiene nearly as much. No. So is it kind of the same idea, like, they, they just don't think about it because it doesn't register to them? There's something lacking in their, like, nervous system, in their brain, but they can't, they, they literally cannot. Like, it's because of something that's happened to them as a child, or they grew up with it. Uh-huh. But, like, it's just, they they just adapt. That's literally all they do. Like, it's just in response to your response. Right, right. Like, it's not, like... They learn that you have these emotions right. that they, they can't fully understand, but they understand... They're still somewhat empathetic. Yeah. Okay. But empathetic... To the surface level of empathetic. Like, right, they're right. not able to empathize, but they understand what empathy is, so they can, like, mimic it. Right. Yeah. But they don't feel it. No, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really yeah. bizarre. I know. That's supposed to, I mean, there's a whole book, uh, I was in Barnes Noble the other day, and there's a whole book, like, are you a sci- sociopath? And I'm like... I hope not. <laughs> like, I don't want to read that book, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's more sociopaths out there than you may know. I believe it. Like, I mean, not all of them are bad. Not all, but there's a lot of sociopaths, and not all of them are bad. It's just the ones that have been impacted in a negative way just release their emotions out negatively, obviously. So it's just that's how they react. Okay. But, I mean, I, I mean, I know a pretty cool sociopath. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not like, I mean, they're just, they're like, they're along for the ride most mostly, but they're not, like, mean or anything. It's not a bad person. It's just... The way they're able to express emotion, that's just what it is. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks though, that, that we classify them as sociopaths because like that negative connotation whenever you said, I have oh, yeah. a friend that's a sociopath, that's immediately what registered in my mind. So, yeah, that, I know. That's funny to me. Um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that's where it goes to, but... It's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, how should, we pro- how should we measure the productive... Wow. How should we measure the productivity of society? Oh, I've asked myself this question, myself this question a lot. Um, you know, I don't even know if there's, I mean, okay, so like over the ages, over the, over the years that humans have been alive, there's been like timelines, right? Of like, so this is the, the golden age. This is the reformation. This is the uh, industrial revolution. And so like, Every time period or so, or so, there's something that's accomplished. Mm-hmm. And recently, um, I read this study, not study, uh, I read this article on time. Don't quote me on this. 
Time or something, something, a, a prominent magazine. And they said that scientists have actually labeled this time period as like, basically that humans are ruining the uh, earth. Really? Yeah, like it was, it was something very... Um, what, like the 1950s and on? Or? Yeah, it was like the industrial, it wasn't industrial, but it was very, it's a negative impact. Wow. And that like from 2000 and where are we you now? 18, 2018 and on, we need to do a better job, like making up for those things that we've done in the past. So looking at, looking back at it, I mean, we haven't really done much. We've only what discovered religion, um, fought wars, made some new technology, but like, what are you referring like 1952? Oh, I'm referring to like the whole like timeline of humans, like of human existence. So okay, like we okay. so like we made like these tools, right? right? And we started thinking and we're like, "Oh, yeah, that moon that goes around us and we don't revolve uh, I mean, and the sun doesn't revolve around us." So like that's cool. That was growth. And then you hit like the reformation, which is like when the church were was constantly reforming and like you have all these different religions stemming out of Christianity. So that was cool for the religion part of things. And then you had the industrial revolution, which was like awesome until people realized that they were destroying the earth. And that like, that was like, eh, and then back down because it was like, oh, you're helping us, but we're not helping the planet that we live on. Right. And right. then the people didn't know about the climate changes until like the 1900s. And they were like, oh shit, like we got to fix this. But if some people are still in that make it make everything mentality so they're like no we need to keep building we need to keep doing this and we're at this point in history right now where we have these millennials which is like age 18 to 35 right now but we're like the the working class right now like we're working and um you have the gen z's who are like the high schoolers like new college people okay and and it's up to us and them to try to like fix the things, older generation's, the older generation's problems, problems. Yeah. Just like the debt, too. That's a whole <laughs> Talk about that, yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like, progression-wise, progression I think we did pretty good, but there's a quote by Yvonne Chardonard. He's a creator. I like the name, Yvonne Chardonard? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> created Patagonia. And, um, you know the brand Patagonia? Yeah. Yeah, so they do you all... Wearing, yeah, you're yeah, wearing I am it. wearing it. Yeah, I'm repping Patagonia. Oh, um, nice. He's all about sustainability, all about uh, protecting the earth because, you know, we've done so much of destroying it. And he said, what is progress? If you are moving to the edge of a cliff and you step forward or you turn around and you step backward? Wait, what do you, what do you mean by that? What so, like, mean? if you were at the edge of a cliff... Uh-huh. And you stepped forward, which should be considered progress. Uh -huh. You would just fall off the cliff and die. Right. But progress, in the sense of being near a cliff, you would turn around and move one step back. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he's saying that we need to revert back to before, like we were, ex ex like just all this gas and all this carbon dioxide in the air. Uh, okay. And we need to move back and live like how we did before releasing all these dangerous toxins in the air. Okay. And be more sustainable. And so that's that's. That's progress to me. That's pro that's pro that's just stepping back and being mindful of what we're doing and and like being careful of like how much you know we don't think about it, but you drive places and it just consumes so much energy and like there's so many people out on the roads and then we and when we hear about China we're like oh my god that's disgusting like there's pollution in the air but like America's 
damn close. Yeah, we're pretty bad as well. Yeah, like, we're... Really... I mean, it might be China and India, but we might be a close third. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know, like, what No, no, like, is, it's but... just disgusting. Like, in L.A., you can see, like, the pollution line. Like, it's disgusting. And it, it affects... Well, apparently L.A. had, like, smog before that. Like, it was kind of like a hazy... It's smog. The smog came from, like, the in- industries. Like, it came from the... I mean, there's, well, like... The smog, but, like, is, isn't there, like... There's, a, like, a mist like a, that comes a in. dusty... Is it, is it dusty at all? Not like, Delhi, like I know now. Okay, okay. It's it's like it's like black, like it's gray, like you know it's pollution because it's black, <laughs> and oh, it's wow. and it's not like it's not rain. It's it's just this huge fucking thing. That was the one thing whenever I went to LA that I really noticed. Like, yeah, like going you, you in smell up like in the Hollywood Hills and looking down yeah. on the city. It's like, what the fuck? Like it, that, that's all just pollution. Just just collecting there. Just yeah. Just over time. Right, right. And so, like Chardonnay said, like, we need to take a step back and look at what we're doing and then progress from there. Because, I mean, AI is cool. I have a Google Home. It's really cool. But, like, if it... That's considered AI? Yeah. Really? Okay. It learns from you. So, That's not really. Yeah, yeah. So, like, wow. um, so, like, progression, I guess, is relative. If you're, if you are a super right-wing conservative, like, all the way to the right, you believe progress is, you know, like... Free market, all that stuff, cool stuff, r- great stuff. But if, but if you're like you know liberal, you would think that progression is social movements, like human rights, all that stuff. It really depends right. on, on the on the subject of progression. But for me, progression is like environmentally related because without the Earth, we're all dead. You know, true, like true. it's th- the only thing we live on. We can't live on Mars yet because they haven't really found anything to live on. So right now, all we have is the Earth, and. Like, if we just keep, you know, releasing all these dangerous toxins into the air, like, things are going to die. Bees are endangered. And bees, like, are are the thing that's pollinating, like, everything we eat. So like cool by Einstein, like, kill the bees, like, we're done. Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, free market, social movements, great. But without the earth, we wouldn't even have those things. Right. So. And apparently that's, like, the most uniting thing, like, it. Like for, for example, you were talking about Thanksgiving before the podcast. How you were you were arguing? And there were like a clash right. of, uh, I guess, diversity of opinions yeah. and politics. Yeah. But apparently, the most uniting thing, whenever you like, if you were to go to like Thanksgiving or I don't know wherever, and you want to kind of like unite, um, the bees are like the the one topic that everybody's like in together. Like, yeah. yeah. Like we're into this together. Mm-hmm. We're gonna figure this out. This right. bee problem. That's it. Because don't they not even know? Like they have no idea what's killing the bees. I, that's what my buddy told me. I, that's, I, so my source is just a friend. It's, well, I have no idea either, but I mean, just regardless bees or not, like just in general, the earth is like in desperate need of protection. Like I've just watched this documentary on the Arctic and it was like, this guy took zillion, zillion, it's not a number, but just a lot, a shit ton of pictures of, and just time frames. And it showed like just the ice melting, and it's just it's sad because the polar bears live on that. And they're all like dying because there's like there's nowhere for them to go because all the ice has melted, and it's just well when the when the ice melts, that's where all the water comes from. That's where we get all our rain and snow and all that. It comes like from the. It's gonna fuck up the ecosystem, absolutely. Yeah, we might even like. I mean, the ice age came from like that. Like just like the ice age came back because of like a 
a heat thing that happened, you know? So it was like a balancing act. And that's what we really don't want is global right. cooling. Everybody's talking about global warming, but no, global cooling would fuck us up a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. More. Yeah. That's a lot more scary. Right. That's and so we don't want global warming to be like extreme. We want it to be as minimal as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And people just don't understand the differences between global warming and climate change. But have you ever seen the picture of the Earth, what it would look like if every ice cap was melted? No, it's I have not seen that. It's fucking scary. It is fucking scary. I mean, the water is 70% of, what, 60, how much is the water? 70% of the earth? I wouldn't know. Okay. I, mean, I, I knew that fact like sometimes. Mass or like surface area? Like surface area. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean. Well, it, it's considerable amount more. Like, yeah. Like here in St. Louis, in the middle of the Midwest, like we would, the ocean would be very fucking Oh, loose. yeah. It's like Florida's fucked. Florida's fucked. Anywhere in the south, southeast, mm-hmm. fucked. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole progress thing, like, maybe nature is our way of, like, checking progression. Like, if it's like, if things are dying around us, maybe we need to just not do the things that are making that happen and go the other way. Not totally. Yeah. I don't even think it's a matter of maybe. I think it's like, we just need to be concerned. Right, right. Totally. The whole thing with the mindfulness thing, again, like, I don't know about you, but when you're meditating, I like feel like connected with nature, you know, like I'm just like, I'm one. Yeah. I feel like like one with everything. Right. It's a bizarre feeling. Right. And so like, yeah. So with that feeling, you're just like, okay, so this is important to me. Like we need to protect this. That's, that's the main feeling I get. I am like, oh my God, I, I am the guardian of this earth and I need to protect it. So, I mean, again, mindfulness, that's how the world's going to be saved. But the likelihood of that. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so optimistic. I mean, I'm an optimistic person, but I'm, I'm actually like as much that could go wrong with the future. I'm excited. Like I really do think a global shift in consciousness oh, is yeah. going to happen in our For lifetime. sure. I think... I don't know, anybody older watching this right now might think, like, this is very ignorant of this 22-year-old kid, but I think our generation, I don't know why, it's like an intuitive feeling, I've always felt this, but I feel like our generation is going to save the world. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't even know what that means, <laughs> I really don't, like, I swear to God, I just had, like, an epiphany one day, and it, this is going to sound really out there, but, like, I just, I was like, our, our generation is going to save the world, and like I said, I don't know what that fucking means, but I really Message am from the universe. Convinced. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, rationally think it out. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand. I just, I don't know. I just, that's just genuinely what I believe. I just don't. It's so open to interpretation what that could mean, mm-hmm. what the result of that could mean. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's, I think there's going to be a global shift in consciousness. Oh, definitely. It's already happening. Like, it's even, like, with the whole podcast movement, like you said, like, that's encouraging the shift of perspective in different ways. Totally. So... Like, not to be, not to, nothing against my parents. Like, they didn't have the same opportunities, but I, they, they have more experience, obviously. Oh, they have yeah. a lot more life experience. They have a lot more experience in the real world. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very naive in a lot of aspects in, in, in that regard. But as far as, like, just random facts off the top of the brain and, like, like even just a philosophy on life, mm-hmm. like anything, like, just, uh, I, I'm a lot more well-rounded, mm-hmm. a lot more in Forms, oh, definitely. That's common in our in it's, our it's generation. Weird, yeah, it's really weird. The consciousness inequality between, like, the, the gap between just twenty years of mm-hmm. life. Or I mean, my parents are like thirty years older than me. But right. That's it's it's insane. Like, they, they, but more so, speak of it like objectively, like comparing us now. Excuse me. Uh, so, like, twenty years old to our parents at twenty years old. There's no way. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Because just simply stated, because they don't, they didn't have the same opportunities. 
that they knew as much as I know right. at that age. I mean, they didn't have Google. They didn't have YouTube. They didn't. And I'm not even saying just me, but, like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't have any of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. And, like, just to think of, like, our whoever our, our children like the stuff they'll be able to access you totally. know they'll, they'll be looking at us in the exact same i hope they look at me that's that oh way. yeah i hope they know more than i do totally. i hope i hope they learn faster than i did and better and more you know? they will they will <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah yeah but so if you could if you could alter a part of your personality what would you change and why um alter a part of my personality uh no, I don't really feel like I need to change anything about my personality. I think I'm good. That's right. I thought I'd ask that question, but whenever I was writing the question down, I, I had the same exact answer. That's, yeah. That's almost like a form of self-actualization and like, I don't know, like if you, if you are to change something, like you, you have the ability to. And yeah. Like you said earlier, like you have been changing I'm yourself. constantly changing myself. So it's like, I mean, it's, they're not negative things. They're just things to help me get to where I want to be. Small adjustments. Yeah. Slight improvements. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. That's that's. I was I was just really curious about like your take on that, but I'm I'm really that, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, answer. <laughs> good. Love yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Self love. Self love. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a judge forcing it in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> would you Would you give up true love for ten million dollars? No. 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 Really? No. No. Jared's like my best friend. Like, and he is worth more than ten million dollars. He's like so many experiences in one person. You know, and like the thing I said about perspective, he also has a wide range of perspectives that is just like. I can't, you can't put money to that. Like, it's just the stuff he says, like, if you knew who he was, oh my God, you need to meet him. But <laughs> I'll have you guys both on. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd um, be so much fun. Yeah. When you're in Seattle, just hit yes, up. Yes. Um, no, the stuff he says, and it's just, I mean, like, I think he's the one. So, you know, like I, I'm just like, yep, he's going to ask me to marry him. And like, probably a few years from now, cool with that. I'm totally chill with this one, but like, no, $10 million. There's there's no number you could you could give it. There's no amount of money you could put on that this person. But maybe if I were somebody who were who was like negative and more like pessimistic on the love side, then I'd be like, yeah, ten million dollars. But so all you're seeing is the dollar sign yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. But for I like him, that. yeah, but for him, it's just like he's a yep. He's worth more than ten million dollars. I like that because yeah. I feel like if I would ask a hundred million dollars, you would have said the same thing. That the money doesn't matter. No, at it doesn't all. matter. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And good for you. I'm very Thank happy you. for him. Thank I, you. I wish you guys the best in Seattle. Aww, I, like, thank I really you. do. I can yeah. Dude, I, I can't wait to have you over. Yes. Like that's, yes. I'm so pumped to have my friends over and show them Seattle. And I'm interested. Yeah. I'm really interested in that part of the... You're going to be close to Yellowstone. Yellow, rubs, yellow, so yeah. No. I'm closer to all the national parks, so. True. Yay me. <laughs> Try to make more trips out to Yosemite. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never been that far. Oh, my God. You need to. Really? It's so beautiful. It's just untouched nature, and it's just, like, you're you're in it, and it's just nothing matters. Nothing matters. Except the chance of being run over by a car. But but <laughs> nothing matters because there's, I mean, there's bears, but like if you're just standing there staring at the, ha staring at Half Dome, it's just like, that's so big. And you are Half Dome? Half Dome. It's like a, it's like a little mountain that's rounded at the top. So it's like a Half Dome. Okay. And so like, you're just looking up at it and you're just like, holy fuck. Like, I'm so little. This is, this is, I'm, I'm nothing. This is, 
this is just that's just amazing. And that's you the just, best part about nature. Yeah, it is so humbling, and it makes you think. Like, what are the important things? Why am I here? Like, am I really this small? Is am I a, an experiment that some aliens are doing on me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> makes you think about stuff like that. I love your open mindedness, oh, by thanks. the way. I love thanks. that. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it, wait, what's? Have you ever been to Yellowstone before? No, that's on my list. Okay, I've heard that's incredible. Okay, I, I all of them ask. are incredible. <laughs> and then the Big Sur, you've been. There. I've been to I've been to Big Sur, yeah. Is that, that's just like a big view, like a uh, pretty much just a massive cliff, yeah. Drop off right. towards the ocean. It's of, beautiful though, like, like Northern California, Northern like California, more San Fran area. Uh, a little bit south of San Fran, but okay. but San Fran area, like NorCal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, very cool. It's beautiful. You need to go out there, and it smells like it's amazing. Like I cannot describe to you the smell. Like it's just trees and just like. The brisk wind on your face and just like, like ocean air, ocean air and like wind, like fresh wind. And it, and it just goes and it goes to the, it's better than a car freshener. Like it's like, <laughs> it's better than a car freshener. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Like the, the fucking, like it's the trees, man. Like the pines. Holy shit. It smells, <laughs> it smells like Christmas times 200 plus like flower. Oh my God. I cannot, I can go on and on. You know this, you know, this like pine scented <laughs> <laughs> Car freshness, right? You know, like these pine trees, they smell better. I swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you need you need to go out. There. Well, that's, that's cool. Yeah, like the, the smell. Like, yeah, that's really because most people, whenever they talk about like any nature spot they go to, they usually describe the visual yeah. experience. But like, oh man, the smell. The that's smell. awesome. The smell really gets to you. You're just. You're just like sniffing, like the you just end up like just you breathe so deeply, and like that makes you breathe slower, and then you just. Relax and it's just. Oh, it's I feel amazing. like I would love to just sit up there oh and just meditate. Oh my god! We did that. It was amazing. Really? You, you need to do that. You need to go up there. Oh, that'd be an experience. Yeah. If I if I go there, I'm spending like a day. Like, oh, we spent like a few days, three days. Really? Yeah. What else is there to do besides just the view? Mm, there's little walks along the beach, and then there we just camp. We like camping. Oh, very. It's cool. just chill. Yeah. The Big Sur. So it's B I G Big, mm -hmm. uh, and then Sur S U R. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing until uh, whenever, I was telling you earlier, whenever I visited Isaiah's mom yeah. in Southern California, she yeah. was like, oh, excuse me, but she was, whenever, because we got a, long story short, me and my Australian buddy, when we were in LA, we ended up uh, finding a ride on Craigslist, he found them, of these gypsy strippers nice. that <laughs> were going from LA up to San Francisco, but she told us on our way up there to stop at the Big Sur, but obviously... Well, we we went up at like the middle of the night. Like we we got there like four a.m. Right. And uh, with no place to stay, that was oh, good. slept in the hotel lobby. Love it. Ah, uh, it sucks. But anyway, uh, so it was pretty cool. It was, it was worth it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to stop there, but didn't have the opportunity because like our ride was yeah. in total sovereignty and where right. we were going. So right. Well, whenever you get to actually like stay for a day and not like have any other obligations, just definitely like take it all in. Totally. It does not feel like you're in America or any. It doesn't even feel like you're on Earth. It just feels so heavenly and like, I can't. I can't even explain it. Like this would not do them justice. I just, I'm just rambling at this point because there's there's no there's no description how beautiful it is. Right. Yeah. Well, it makes sense that you can't explain. It. Like you can't explain a smell. No, you can't. You just you'd have to smell it yourself. Smell those pine trees yourself. <laughs> Better than car pressure. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Better than car pressure. That was the selling point. Oh, good. Car <laughs> good, good. 
Well, I, I'm actually out of topics, but like, hey, how much time do you have? You have to be. Oh, I have to be there now, but that's fine. It's. I can, I can text. I can call him. I can call him. It's fine. <laughs> he does this to me a lot. He keeps me waiting, so I'm gonna keep him waiting once. Oh wow, I have an indoor soccer game tonight. Oh cool. That happened to me last night too. I got done on the podcast and oh, I was fine. like, oh shit, I have a game in two hours. Like, oh. stop off the top. But anyway, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have no question here. Oh, this is a, this is a question I've been asking everybody. So, would the world be a better or worse place if everyone was the same ethnicity? By ethnicity, do you mean like, like race, like races, and like? Let's let's say like broadly speaking, everybody's Brazilian. Okay. Regardless of. The world would be much better. You think so? Yeah. Would it be less interesting? No, I think that people would start seeing well. I mean, the main thing about race here, actually, I think there there still would be problems, but they'd be socioeconomic problems. Right now, race problems are linked with socioeconomic problems, which is okay. which is why there's like systemic racism and stuff like that happening in our country specifically, mainly um, because well, because slavery happened, they weren't really allowed to like go up the totem pole like the American dream is supposed to have everybody do. But if if it was just everybody was Brazilian. And I don't know, there would be, maybe they were like Brazilian slaves and they were like raised in that country for a while. There would still be problems, but they'd be socioeconomic problems, not necessarily race. Okay. Yeah. Do you think any, maybe religious problems as well? Well, it depends on the reigning religion at the time. No True. offense to Christianity, but it's pretty violent in the last three, what, how many years did, was Christian, they, they just conquer everybody, you know? Uh -huh. But like, if you had a Buddhist, like, monk as your religious leader, I mean, he all he'd say was just be a good person and just don't force anybody into anything. Just let them find out for themselves. Right, you know? right. Have you gotten into like Buddhist philosophy? Oh, yeah. That's sure. what everybody seems to be for getting sure. into and like... I, I just happen to get into it like myself as well. You sh yeah, you should read you should read the Dalai Lama's books. Like they're he has good. books himself. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty like they're so happy and peaceful and mind opening. And you're just like, okay, this is this is how it's supposed to be. I don't know why we're all fighting. Why are we fighting, guys? Like this should not be a thing. But yeah, it's it's very it, it gives people peace. It gives me peace. Very cool. Yeah. So like this this these books have you, you've read them? I'm assuming. Uh, I read a little bit of it, yeah. Okay, so it, it has it kind of changed your or shifted your perspective on the world? No, it's, it's more of made me think on how I'm thinking. Okay. Like the whole like change your mindset kind of thing. It's more of like, why are you thinking like this? You should be more like the Dalai Lama and be more peaceful with like the way you're handling things. You know? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like uh, nothing against Christianity. It just seems like Buddhism's closer to the truth. Yeah, that's how I feel. No offense to Christianity. Like, if you want to believe in Christianity, that's that's cool. But, like, for me, Buddhism is just, like... I mean, it started out... Like, it's, it's older than Christianity. Mm -hmm. It's way older than Christianity. And it's 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 proven to mean... I mean, there are, like, violent Buddhists, which I don't know why that's a thing. But, like, the whole philosophy itself, like, just the premise of it is just to be peaceful. Are they necessarily the right... Like, are they great examples of the religion, though? Or the philosophy of life, like like those violent Buddhists, because that's not exactly what Buddhism no. represents. No, I there's always extreme groups. Like there's true, there's true. like the Muslim extremists, there's the Christian extreme, the KKK. You have those Buddhist extremists too, and it's okay. just it's just because 
they're so Buddhist that they think that their Buddhism is the correct way to go. And it's just the, uh, the whole, like, I'm the writer one and you're not. So we're going to conquer you. Consider other points of view. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like a lot of these problems we're, we're talking about all go back to the same, like, like a lack of empathy of other hu- humans, like, and for what they believe and what yeah. they stand for. Yeah. Like, just consider their side of the right. story. I mean, that's what the real Buddha taught. He just, you know, he was just like, you know, you do you, but I'm going to, and if you want to learn from me, you can, right. and I'll teach you, but I'm not going to force you into doing something that you don't want to do. It's all like you, you yourself have to help yourself before I can help you. True. True. It's like the expression, you can walk it, you can yeah, walk a horse to the water, but you can't force them to drink yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole like Buddhist thing. It's just, you work on yourself first and then like, then we can all hang out together and chill. Right. Yeah. And it seems like Buddhism, there's like a more, cause you're a very science, you like science a lot, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like, like Buddhism, cause you were originally a bio major mm-hmm. from that. Okay. Like, it seems like Buddhism, there's like a stronger correlation of science with Buddhism than there is with science and Christianity. It's, like, it's because of the whole creationism argument, you know? Right. Right. And like for, I mean, there, the book literally says, the Bible literally says in the beginning, God created earth. I mean, if that's not like the first sentence or something, I don't even know what it is. It's like, it's like the very beginning of the that book. literally goes against the universally or not universally, but accepted, generally accepted principle of astronomy right now mm-hmm. is that the creation of this, right. Everything was the right. big bang. But with Buddhism, they're more of a reincarnation based, um, religion. Oh, really? I thought that was Hinduism. For sure. It's both. Like okay. they, they believe in like karmic, like, um, karmic like debt. Yeah, kind of. So, like, if if you're reincarnated into, like, a bug that means you did something shitty last life and you need to make up for it. Right. So, like, if you're a human now, you did something really well last life that made you able to speak how you want to speak and feel these emotions. And yeah, shout what, out last life. Yeah, shout out. To, yeah, whatever the hell I did. Um, but, I, but like, it's it's with, like, just treating people with respect. And it's not, not, not necessarily embracing science, but it's not, like, against science either. Yeah it's, yeah, it's more of like, okay, this is how nature is. Just let it be. Well, a lot of parts of Buddhist philosophy have been explained, like, by science. Like, science is just now starting to figure out what Buddhism and, like, other philosophies of the mm-hmm. world have been preaching for thousands of years. Yeah. That's crazy. Eastern thinking might have... Oh, Jared's calling me. Oh. Yeah, you, wanna, yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. I'm not going to tell you nothing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Are you close? Or... Um... We are about to wrap up our conversation. Okay. Uh, go to go to Hug. It's twenty four hours. Just fifteen minutes. Okay. Sorry. I love you. Bye. He sounds he sound super laid back. I, I like the way he Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, you know, it's not like, like, he's more of like a, if it happens, it happens kind of guy. Like, it's not going to let him bother him. Right, he's, right. He never gets mad. We never get mad at each other. It's just like, a, okay, it happens, so. That's it. That's a Buddhist philosophy yeah, in itself, exactly. right? Yeah. Just accept just what accepted it is. Just accept it. Yeah. But you, you were saying something that day. I don't remember what you were saying. I don't remember saying, what I was either. Like, like, Hinduism or, like, I don't remember. But here's, here's some, I actually brought this up in uh, the last podcast as well, but this is absolutely insane to me. So I didn't realize this till recent years, like into, not recent years, but 
more so. I, well, it kind of. I, I was kind of reminded of it in recent years, but whenever I went, so I went to a private school, right? It was a Lutheran school, which is a branch off of Christianity because, mm-hmm. like, Martin Luther King split from Martin Luther King. <laughs> you mean Martin Luther? Oh, oh, it's just yeah. Martin Luther. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Luther King Jr. <laughs> Spitting bullshit. That's why we have the laptop. And you. Man. Okay. I, I need guests like you that are going to call me on my bullshit. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, yeah, Martin Luther like split off in the 1500s mm-hmm. or something. That's probably wrong too. I don't know. Uh, he split off from Catholicism. Um, and that. so anyway, Luther, Luther is like a form of Christianity or a branch off of it. And I was not taught science growing up from first to sixth grade until I transferred to a public school. I was shunned from science. They just, I guess they just decided that it wasn't applicable. Like, no, I feel that I went to, well, I I was taught religion though. Yeah, no, for sure. I went to a Christian school from K through six, a non-denominational private school, seven through eighth, and then a Catholic high school from nine to 12. Can you say that one more time? I went to a Christian um, elementary school, so K through 6, a non-denominational private school, so 7 through 8, and um, Catholic high school, 9 to 12. All girls. Okay, so pretty much you had, like, Pre- religion shoved yeah. in your throat besides 7th and yeah. 8th grade. But we were taught science. We were taught, like, basic science, like physics, and, like... Actually, I don't even remember learning about any science in in elementary school. Now that you bring it up, really, I remember learning about it in ninth grade. Yeah, like in high school. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, it's weird. That's that's weird. That and it obviously comes down to the individual school. This is yeah. not. We're not talking about all. Oh no, all no, Christian no, schools. No. But I'm assuming if that's happening at your school and the school I went to, like. How many, how many kids aren't learning science? Nowadays? I don't know. It's weird. It's like this whole movement against science. I don't know. Uh, there's this article by the New York Times that came out the other day, and it was like, anti-intellectuals, a movement. And it's basically these people who refuse to learn anything new because they think that it's our liberal agenda trying to sway them from the truth, which is God for them. But like, then you have Trump, who's like... Fake news, like this. Don't listen to anybody but me. Right. It brought brought a rise to anti-intellectualism, where it's like, okay, now you're not going to learn any of this because that's their agenda. That's bizarre. Yeah. Even though our agenda, well, not my agenda, but like the liberal agenda is generally progressive. I don't even, I don't see it going backwards. Like, if anything, the tax plan is like a throwback to trickle down Reaganomics. But like, like it's there's no reason why you should censor learning. Like. Absolutely not. You know, Absolutely not. Education is what is the basis of a, a society. You know, like you had Rome. They're pretty smart. Greeks, they're pretty smart. And then they had like this tyrant that brought it down. But their but their knowledge kept like kept their culture alive. You know, like we have like their ancient texts. We have their ancient like stuff that they've learned, and that stayed true till now. But if you look at America's history, it's like. What did we have to give for education? Like, if we were to just be obliterated right now, if America was to be, like, completely bound. And all that's, all that's left of us it's, is just our, like, whatever, like, our, our scripts or, yeah. I guess it'd be internet now. Yeah. It'd be more digitalized. Okay, well, yeah, what if the internet, somehow, all the servers were completely, like, just, everything was robbed by the Russians. Say that happened. Okay. Then, what would 
they find. They would just find, like, I mean, yeah, there are a bunch of smart people out there, but they'd also find a lot of dumb things, you know? Like, people saying that the intellectuals are stupid and that they should be ignored. Right. Like, what does that say as a country? Like, for us, like, is that how we want other people to see us? Like, do we want to be stupid? Like, I don't know why people are, like, kind of shunning education and putting it at the bottom of the tier of importance. Because, like, our education system is shitty. Like, you just said this. Education is shitty here. And, like, you have Betsy DeVos, who's the secretary of education right now, who doesn't know what she's doing. Oh, really? Yeah, she's... I have heard about her. I've heard some really negative feedback about her. Yeah, she's never taught... She was not a teacher. She's not a teacher. She doesn't know anything about education. Oh. She uh, only was related to somebody who worked at a private school. Okay. So, like, that's, like, her only relation with education. You said she was related to them? Yeah. To so pri- she like, hasn't actually worked in a school or anything no, like that? No. Well, what, what has she done, like, prior to gaining this job? Her husband's fucking rich. That's it. Well, I mean, I'm sure she has more credit. Than I have no idea. I mean, I looked her up, and there is like nothing on her. Even on Wikipedia, it was just like just basic. Like, went to high school, went to college, went to really. Yeah, that does seem like a like a, a necessity of criteria to be met. Like that you before think? you become like like I feel like if you're going to be the board of education, you should probably consider a teaching job or some something to do with education yeah. before getting that job. You think? It's bizarre. Yeah, so it just goes to show, like, what America, well, I guess, what the government views um, education as. I mean, the tax, the the tax bill that just recently um, was voted, it doesn't allow teachers to write off school supplies from the tax, so they have to be taxed on school supplies. Right. Which sucks because teachers have to buy everything for their students, and if and if you don't really want to be a teacher, then you're not going to really do it. You're going to put your half ass. You're going to half ass it and just get them the bare minimum. And I just like I'm just like that. Our children, like they're learning from you guys. If you're not going to put any effort into it, then like what's the point of school? Right, right. You know, so it's just it's depressing. But I mean, I think it'll get better. Hopefully, <laughs> someone's gonna Optimist. yeah. Someone's got to take her place or something. I don't know. Public schools suck, man. <laughs> she seems to be one of the big biggest complaints. Her and uh, what's that dude that just did the the marijuana law like federally? Ugh, I don't even understand. What's his name? He, what's his name? Jeff, Jeff Sessions. Sessions. Yeah. Uh, Jinx. <laughs> uh, you owe me a soda. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't drink soda. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you don't drink soda. I really don't drink soda. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Did when did you give that up? Years ago. Really? Yeah, I haven't touched it. Good for you. Yeah, it's just disgusting. I don't That's know. how, yeah, my mom didn't let me drink it growing up, so like, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. if, I, if I even have a sip of that shit, like, it's just. It makes me, like, burpy. Oh, and, like, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. too much carbonation. And I always would, like, burp and, like, it would, like, sting my nose. Yeah, like, like, same. Because you know it would I mean? hurt. It would hurt really bad. Yeah. No, totally. I feel, I feel that. Were you allowed to drink soda growing up? No. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't allowed to do anything growing up. Yeah, no. Well, where, like, how many sodas do you think you've had in your entire life? Uh, maybe like ten. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. less than me. Even because I'm, I'm probably at the most fifty. At the most, like that's I was not I, bad. I got into a phase in high school, like whenever I first started drinking, like freshman year of high school, I, um, I would, I would mix soda with the alcohol, and that was pretty much the only time I would drink. And I, I it was never first choice either. It's just, I, you know, like it's typically what's accessible. What's, what's yeah. available? Yeah. Hmm. I've, I've never met anybody who's drank less soda than me. Yeah. Wow. Well, I gotta shake your hand. No, yeah. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. Yep. Wait, but 
it was because your parents kind of shunned you from that. Yeah. Didn't allow you to yeah. drink soda. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it was for the best anyways. I don't want to be addicted to soda. I mean, Sounds like they had good intentions, though. Yeah. Oh, they tried. They, did they allow, like not allow you to eat a lot of unhealthy food Yeah. As well? No chips, no whatever. I, it's the, the city Eastern thing. Like, it's very... Uh, Whatever you put into your body, it's going to affect you, which is true. But they, they literally think about it all the time. So it was like, oh, my God, you're eating that. That's so bad for you. You're going to have such a hard shit later. Like, literally. <laughs> it, no, like, literally. It's like... It sounds like an like a unhealthy, like, obsessive type of way. Yeah. That's how they are. You know, like, the Eastern cultures. Because they're... Because it's, again, it has to do with, like, the chakras and, like, balancing your body. And so, like, the whole, like, herbal medicine comes from that because you don't have enough of this, so you take this. Right. And so, like, it's, like if you put too much of that stuff in it, it's going to come out really bad. So, you know, it's just... I don't know. It's a different kind of culture than medicine in the West. Were they first generation over to America? Mm-hmm. What did they move? Or, like, what they, age? So, the Vietnam War happened. So, my mom and my dad, they came separately. Okay. They, my mom uh, was, like, teens, 13, 12. I don't know. My dad was a little bit older. I don't know how old he was. <laughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, they learned English and everything here. And I'm, like, the first, like, born uh-huh. American. So, yeah. Is that kind of cool, having that perspective? Yeah, but it's also hard because, like, they don't understand what college is like. They don't understand, like, how everybody else in America is like. So they, like, still act like it's Vietnam. Right. And I'm like, okay, I can wear a skirt if I want. Like, I don't know why you're telling me not to wear a skirt. Right, right. Like, it's, yeah. That's that's kind of hard that you have to jump through all these hoops just to kind of fit in. And yeah. And you got to jump through these hoops to fit in as it is. Yeah. You grew up with, with parents that were already adapted to this yeah. culture. Yep. That, that was like my entire childhood. Really? Yeah. Respect. Yeah, it's hard. That, 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 it's not easy. how difficult that would be. Oh, yeah. Honestly. I think the only reason why I, ended, I turned out so like open-minded about like not being like a regular SoCal person is just because I'm a first-generation, like, right. born American. And so, like, everybody there is just, like, used to that kind of culture. But for me, it was like my mom would yell at me if I ever said something bad to her. Like if I ever argued with her, even that she'd be like, that's disrespectful. And I'd be like, okay. Right. So I would just, you know, be quiet and just listen all the time. I'd just be listening. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it did make you a better listener. Yeah, definitely. I think I'm a good listener. Good for I mean, you. What do you say? I would say so. Okay. I would say so. I, th- I think we've done a really good job with like letting, letting like we're having a conversation like versus some, some people in life. I don't know. I just feel like you're just kind of exchanging rants and like they, they're too quick to jump oh, on yeah. and like, like just spit out what they have to say and they'll interrupt you. They're not listening. Like that's, that's the worst. Remember you like, you, you're engaged in a conversation with somebody that's not fully <laughs> attentive to what yeah. you're saying. And then like anything that comes out of your mouth just seems completely irrelevant. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. frustrating. And then you're just like, okay, then why the hell, why the hell did I speak for so long? Then? Exactly. You weren't even exactly. listening in the first place. Totally. Totally. And it shows. It yeah, shows. it really does. And it really is a skill because hey, I I will say that, like, no joke. I was the worst listener growing up. Like, I it, I had like a really weird form of ADHD where like I would, I don't know. It, it was really bizarre. You can ask some of my like old friends, but like I would zone out mid conversation more than anyone you met like ever. I don't know how I even overcame it, to be honest. Like, this was literally like five six years ago, and I would just I'd be like, like sitting here talking and having a conversation with you right now, just. <laughs> swear to god all the time all the time that's so weird dude. just lose my train of thought it was i, I didn't understand but yeah some, somehow i don't know how I the mindfulness thing maybe possibly 
more aware of what you're saying and how you're going to stay on topic. And, and I've made it more of a point <laughs> to listen as recently, so I've gotten better in recent months. But, like, as far as that goes, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 the good that came out of that, though, is, as you could imagine, like, when you were having a conversation, you suddenly that people are going to make fun of you a yeah. little bit. So what I really, like, learned is that I just didn't give a shit what anybody had to think. Right. And I really developed, I don't know if this derives from this, but I totally had this reputation in high school where I just had a fucking mentality. Like, <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about anything. I still am this way, but, like, on, a, like, an empathetic of other people type way. Right, like, you're more aware of other people less around you. Totally. Yeah. Like, before I was kind of rude and inconsiderate at times yeah. because I had this, but, like, now I'm seeing more of, like, the good sides of, like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks yeah. kind of deal, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I have a friend who can learn from you. He's a very, he's a disruptive speaker. He's a, listens to you for three seconds and then has something to say immediately. Right. And then you're not even finished making your point yet. And you're mm. just like, dude, I wasn't finished. <laughs> Let me finish my point. And he'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And he just talks over you. I'm just like, ugly. Oh, oh. Stop. I'm sure everybody is. But he's a good like guy. That. He's just literally, he's just literally just like that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. He probably has good intentions, too. He's no, he excited. He's, he's so overwhelmed, so excited. Yeah. Spit out his points yeah, to definitely. give his perspective on the world. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like you said, it's probably, it's not that it makes him a bad person. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, do you think it's a little bit to do with maturity? Yeah. Um, maybe like empathy, too. Okay. Like, being considerate of other people. Yeah, like an empath, empathy, maturity. Because, like, you know, you have people who are, like, don't give a shit, but I'm still going to be nice to them. But then you have people like us who are, like, do give a shit, still nice to them. And then you have him who's just, like, I don't really give a shit what you're saying, but I kind of do. But I'm not going to be nice to you because I have something more important to say kind of thing. Right. Yeah. That is what he's communicating yeah. to when he interrupts you like mm-hmm. that. He's, he's pretty much communicating what I have to say is more important mm-hmm. than you. Like it, he and I, I pity him because he hasn't understood the, the <laughs> no. importance of silence, no. of listening. No, which is yeah, which is odd because he listens to a lot of music. Like he'll sit there and listen, just listen attentively to the music. But then when I'm talking or when Jared's talking, it's like, oh my god, guys! Like that is so. And he just like goes on and on and on. And I'm like, okay, Brady, you can. <laughs> you should just you should just start just interrupting him constantly. I have. Really? Yeah. But it, it doesn't work on him. Because I don't think he sees his, his his mistakes. I don't think okay. he knows. I think he's aware. I think I'm going to bring it up to him one day. Maybe not now, but, like, he just graduated. So, like, maybe, like, if he can't find a job, I'll be like, you know, I think one of the reasons why you can't find a job is because you keep talking over people. <laughs> he's going to be like, what did you say? Before the interview, <laughs> done with the question, so what makes you qualified? Hey, yeah, I, I'm qualified because I'm the fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Just too quick to jump the gun. Yeah. He's a good guy. I love him. He's great. He just needs to work on his communication skills. Well, I wish him the best with that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool. I'm, I'm down to wrap this up solely because I really, I actually feel bad because your boyfriend's waiting it's, right now. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right, five more minutes? Uh, I should probably go now. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. Well, do you have any send-offs? Um, well, be good people. Treat the world nicely. Recycle. And don't drive more than you need to in carpool. There you go. There you go. So, what do you think we should name this podcast? I haven't thought of a name yet. I don't know. 
just mindfulness and yeah i'm definitely i usually put like like two three things like just kind of describing like an overview of some topics we covered okay and i would say mindfulness is i'll write that down real quick mindfulness um i don't know progress is that a big one human nature um empathy i don't know what did we even talk about? We talked about so many things today. I know we did. We did. Uh, I, we talked. We did talk about empathy a lot. Uh, I'll write it down. Okay. You can always rewatch it, right? And just yeah, true. Just summarize. Yeah, I can, I'll figure it out. Okay. Man. It's okay. Cool. cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kathy. You're welcome, dude. Yes. So good talking to you. Yes, and I, I really do. I want to. Wait, when are you moving out to Seattle? Uh, May. May. Okay, like right after college. Yeah. Right. Literally right after school. Wow. Ends. Like within You're a making few a joke. days or uh probably weeks. We had to pack and all that, so Okay, yeah. okay. Wow, good for you. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Me and too. I, I really do wish you the best. Thank That's you. So cool. Thank you. You're gonna you're gonna take on a new life. I know. You're gonna kill it. You're gonna kill Thank it. you. And keep improving. Keep improving. I'm keep, trying. And stay in touch. Yeah. I mean I have your number. Totally, totally. So. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, high five. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Calling it quits. Woo. Thank you for watching. Deuces. Oh wait, the the camera's actually off right now. I just realized that. Oh. My, I need I need to figure out this camera problem. My, it dies in pretty much every podcast. Maybe you should be charging it while you're. I can't. Oh, it's like an ex battery. yeah. It's like external battery that you have to extract and you you have to do each one. Like you can't do it simultaneously, unfortunately. That sucks. It is what Maybe it is. you need to get like a camera that also charges while. It's I was thinking that if I do that, then I have two cameras and I can record. Like or you can different. do like multiple cameras that and make cool. different angles. That's that's ideal, but that requires a lot more editing. So like, it's not practical for where I'm at. That's true. At this moment in time with true. this podcast. True. Cool. Well, she has a boyfriend. She needs to go see. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not busy. I I got nothing going on in my life. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. See you guys. Thank you for watching another episode of Jordan's Subjective Perspective, episode number forty-seven. Appreciate your time. Deuces!